One, two, three, one, two, three. Big nuts, 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 big nuts. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Why is there laughter already? <laughs> Every <laughs> time. Enthusiasm. Every time. <laughs> well, I have to give people, you know, it's like a wake up call. The Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast has begun and Russ has already quickly. Uh, shall I start again? <laughs> no, I'll just start. No, no. Keep going, okay. Keep going. Uh, as always, it is the classic threesome in the fuck bunker and our Scottish contingent, Duncan. Hello, Duncan. How are you? Good hello, Tom. Uh, <laughs> good hello. Good hello. Uh, hello to you too, sir. He's uh, been, he's uh, been uh, banished back north of the wall. Our sweaty time in the fat bunker together. Absolutely. It's, well, it's a shame. I like being able to reach out to my left and touch you. Uh, you know, not weird. Not in a weird way. Yeah, but if there uh, were four people in here tonight. Good hello, Tom is the sequel to the Robin Williams film. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Duncan, Scottish contingent, he's in the kinky kitchen. Uh, as I said, the classic threesome is in the funk bunker. A uh, funk bunker. <laughs> the <laughs> funky bunker. Uh, to my right, it's Dan. Hello. And to my left, it's Russ. A cheery high. And in the middle, a very sexy rose between two sexy thorns. It's me, Tom. Uh, right, Dan, news. News. Let's right. do it really quickly. Right, where do we want to start? You have the notes. Okay, fine. Probably, probably at the beginning. D23. Yeah. And should we start with Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we start with what we've seen of Star Wars today? This very day, in fact. Yeah. Yes. So today is Monday. Yes. And they were also yeah. footage from D23 day. Yes. And they were, we they showed us um like a a trip through time, trip through all of the the Skywalker saga films. Mm. Uh spent a fair amount of time in the original trilogy uh, and then very quickly ran through the uh, the prequels and then Last Jedi as well cuz cuz they're aware that some people don't like Last Jedi and then at the end we get some footage of the new film. Can I yeah. just say, it's quite interesting that most people would, there's a lot of people that would like to remake The Last Jedi, but at yes. no point were people talking about remaking the prequels. But all of them. Start, start, start fresh. <laughs> they were just like, they, they're like, no, that just happened. We just have to deal with that. Yeah, it's almost like at some point people stop giving a shit about people's artistic vision, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it, it was pre-social media. Yeah, true. And uh, however, it did actually make the prequels look really good. <laughs> yeah, like a, a little cut like that, I think is 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 the way to go with the prequels. Just like, yeah, they they took the good four seconds yeah, of the prequels. Yeah, yeah or as Dan calls it, eighty percent of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> wow, do you know that's a joke that's been running since the very first episode of this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely, so, congratulations, guys. If you remove eighty yeah. percent of Attack of the Clones, then that <laughs> it makes it the best of the prequels. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how what three years now, and I've not lived that down. Excellent. Nice. Love it. Let's Um, not start talking about switches. No, no, because I fucking love my switch. (laughs) Um, So so we've all seen it, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. What do we think about Dark Grey? I have questions. Many questions. They're not going to be showing what giving away very much in this are they so it could be a it's over in five minutes thing yeah i like her folding lightsaber though it's pretty cool the introducing more cool types of lightsabers is one of the oh why didn't you do this things that i'm actually quite on board with yeah um because i like i like me a funky lightsaber yes and that's definitely a funky lightsaber yeah like it looks like it's like a, a lightsaber nunchuck. It looks of, like someone's it? come in and gone. We figured out how to make this toy. Right, get it in the film. Yeah. Well, yeah. they've been they've been doing this for ages. They actually have the toy, don't they? Blade yeah. builders is actually yeah. a thing. Like that, you can build all weird sort of S shaped and weird stuff. Mm. 
like uh, in the in the legends, which I know we have like canon and legends yeah. now. Um, Asajj Ventress had the S shaped, well, sort oh, of two like, that yeah, like two together, that connected yeah. together in a kind of a, a sort of a bent format, but she could pull them apart, and they were like two of Dooku's curved yeah. hilts. Mm. So, Dooku's curved hilt was awesome. Yeah. 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 If you know, in the hands of a ninety-year-old, but yeah, still yeah. Really awesome. It's clear that this contest cannot be designed. I need to just sit down for a little bit. I need to catch my breath. But I, oh, please. <laughs> um, so then we saw, we hear the emperor laughing again. No one is truly yeah, ever no. gone. No, no, that's true. <laughs> we hear, we hear Darth Vader in this one, and then we we see as many star destroyers. As we could possibly, yeah. Dum, the, the, dum, the, dum, there were two dum, shots dum, 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 that were yeah. particularly breathtaking. Yeah. The um, the the fighters popping out of hyperspace, <sighs> yes. but somehow down on a planet's surface. Which I thought, yeah. I'm just going a bit nerdy for a second. I did think you couldn't come out of hyperspace within a gravity that? well. That's that. I think you'll find that is the whole functioning of a <laughs> of an interdictor star destroyer. I love who he's leading into this yes. now. Which is which is why <laughs> as well that the Jedi fighters in Attack of the Clones had hyperdrive rings that mm. so they broke orbit. Unless they use so there's a technique the Grand Admiral Thrawn uses, which was to use because it's quite hard to plot hyperspace jumps that accurately. So he would get an interdictor in place, and then everyone else in his task force was just like charge through and the interdict would pull them all out of light of light speed at exactly the same point mm. which is yeah. very difficult to do well maybe maybe, maybe something like that maybe but they just seem very close to the surface i love the fact that you you know all about the thrawn campaigns as well <laughs> god thrawn... we do you know what we barely scratched the surface of the stuff that we could nerd about yeah like, really really thrawn thrawn is now canon so thrawn yeah he's not going to pop canon. up in this though, thrawn, no but thrawn is canon in rebels and you've got an engineering genius like rose so all I'm going to say is every rose has its thrawn. Who else said that? <laughs> Who else said that? that Doesn't even make any sense. This joke. Who said that first? Pod. And it yeah. wasn't even his. No, it was, no, it was mine. Oh, was it? Yeah. Sorry, skipping past that abomination. <laughs> that, and then the shot of the light, sort of lightning cloud yeah. filled with star destroyers. We, that I, was awesome. It did look incredible. So I get the feeling the Emperor's just been hiding out for a while, building up like this... The poster. If you look at the poster, the, the Emperor's yeah. face also looks a lot like Luke's face. Yes, which they've obviously done. Which, which, he, which he's he's already commented yeah. on. Um, so, so uh, and I get why they're doing it, but it's leaning a little bit into the no, guys, come back. This one's not all about feminism and shit. <laughs> it is a bit, yeah, yeah. Um, so I hope it's. I really, really hope that this movie isn't just a no. Have whatever you want. It does feel a lot um, like the. Yeah. It does feel a lot like there's kind of elements of the Dark Empire storyline mm. coming back. Mm. The reborn Emperor hiding yeah. for decades out yeah. near, out in the Outer Rim, creating, I think it's the Eclipse, yeah. Star Destroyer, his flagship, using the World Destroyers. And it does does have a hint of that, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I, there's, um, I mean, I think it looks quite cool. I like the idea of Rage as not being... like She's going to be all over the shop in this by the looks of things. Yeah. So um, Slicing up TIE fighters. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and and um, the fight on like a dam or whatever it's on. Um, it looked like a uh, maybe like a space boat or something, yeah. or like a, <laughs> a crashed ship. In, boat. In... They're called spaceships. Well, no, but like a it looked like a a boat, but you know, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a science fiction boat. Like I love the way Kylo Ren's like his fighting style is awesome. It's just like pure. It's just angry, isn't it? Rage, isn't it? Yeah, and he's yeah. like he's just not very good. Yeah, either. Oh, he is. He's very good. He's, he's, he's like he's like he would never have. He'd get taken fight in seconds by a professional yeah. Jedi, but he's only fighting people who are similarly amateur. Mm. Fair point. Fair I point. mean, let's face it. Uh, Ray hadn't really used a lightsaber, and in 
the Force Awakens, he gets owned by her. But he'd been shot by Chewie's bowcaster. Yeah, by that he had point. been shot. I don't think. I think they did deliberately. Like he's. They make a big point. He's meant to be amateur. Himself up thing in it. He like, smacks himself. Yeah. In if the, in if the wound, he was a pro, yeah, he would have sliced her head off. Yeah. I um sorry, I should stop breathing into the mic. I'm literally like nose whistling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was uh, me. <laughs> no, it was me. I, I, I I'm not optimistic. I'm I'm interested. I have no doubt I will come out of it going. I've enjoyed that Star Wars film. Yeah, I don't I <laughs> yeah. don't think this is gonna be. If you think about how satisfying Endgame was. Yeah, and that is only summarizing ten years of stuff. Yeah. We're so close to Tom is... having some seeing yeah. this now. We can't spoil it now. <laughs> I nearly sent a, a meme up but on... The, it's, I don't think this film is going to be as satisfying times three for like 30 or God knows what, 40 years of... Times 3,000. Of, of Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it'll be really good, but I don't think it's going to be like, oh my God, best ever. No. And it, I, I think of, of some of the Star Wars announcements, this probably wasn't the thing I was most excited about mm-hmm. after the weekend's announcements. Should we move on to the next one? Let's mm-hmm. move on. Uh, we saw a trailer for The Mandalorian. We did. And, and it was Fuck scheduled. Me, that looks good. Yep. We saw it. We, yeah. They set a date. Yeah. And there it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah, who'd have thought? Yeah, who'd have thought? This I looks was like, really um, it looks like Rogue One, the TV series, yeah. which 100% invested so in. John Favreau was asked, he goes, so is there going to be any other characters from the from the, uh, from the uh, the other films in this? And he goes, this is a period that no one's covered before. And I get to do what I want with it. So probably not really, no. It's like, I'm going to do my own thing with this, basically. Because mm. so, someone goes, we're going to get Boba Fett. And it's like, no, I just want to do my own thing with this. This is going to be the Mandalorian, who is already a cooler Mandalorian than the Boba Fett already, simply by <laughs> wrapping his grappling hook around someone, pulling them into a door as it's closing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I'm so excited by this. Like, if we're going to get cameos, let's have little bounty hunter cameos like IG-88. I'm, that's yep. the way to do it. Yeah. I, also, IG88 actually kicked like, ass <laughs> in in yeah. the film. He looked like a bin. Yeah. Like he would just yeah. f- trundle around on little wobbly wheels and then fall over. Whereas in this, like this sort of spinning round, yeah. shooting gun behind his head, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I think this is going to be very, very good. I'm excited that John. It Favreau's... looks so. It looks so western. Yes. It is, mm. uh, another. I mean, the, some of the best ones are. Always a western in space. Yeah. I mean, you, Dan, you are partial to a space western. I'm partial to a very particular space western. There's mm-hmm. definite hints of that in this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think um, I'm just in general, yeah, pretty excited by by what they're doing with this. So, I think uh, I think John Favreau knows what he's doing. I mean, how many franchises has he now reinvented? How many times have Disney used him to? Yeah, true. To, yeah. To, I have to admit, yeah. though, I am that guy on this podcast. I was, yeah. I was. So so I think I built it up a bit too high in my head, and I was a bit underwhelmed oh, by really? the trailer. Yeah, I was just a bit like, well, yeah, okay. What were you expecting? Cool. What did you? Want? I don't know, to be quite honest. But I didn't. I didn't come away from it be feeling completely, particularly invigorated. I think I'm more of a film guy, so I was more excited to see, um, yeah. the the, the rise teaser. of Skywalker. Yeah, mm. that's the still thing. It's called the rise of Skywalker, which implies, I don't know, the, where the placing of the the is very important, isn't it? In in legends. Thrawn meets Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars. And many years later, he meets Darth Vader traveling into the yeah. same sector of space that they met. And Thrawn says, oh, I don't know if you know, but the, you know, he's, he basically is trying to goad um, Darth Vader into admitting that he is Anakin Skywalker or was Anakin yeah. Skywalker. 
and um, Thrawn reveals that the word that his that the kiss use for um, Jedi are Skywalkers. Yeah, and um, so maybe it's about maybe it's something to do with that. I don't maybe because mm. the, the unknown regions is where the kiss come from. I'm vaguely hopeful about something though. I think there's the 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 bit in that trailer going back to rise of, the rise of Skywalker trailer. Mm. The bit where you hear Darth Vader is when we first see Rey as like the dark Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So or it, looking like the dark Jedi. Yeah. We don't know if she Possibly, is. Possibly, but it kind of makes me hope that maybe she's got the same kind of thing going on that Anakin had, which is that she's just kind of born from the Force. Just I mean, that, that would be preferable to... Being a Skywalker. Any, or any Kenobi. Existing or, as yeah, her, yeah. Her, her parents. Yeah. Although... Yeah, what? Kenobi. So, yeah, Kenobi... Um, Kenobi. Kenobi. <laughs> we found out a bit more about that, um, which... Looks looks good. Although we we found out most of what we found out about from our exclusive interview with Ewan McGregor last That's week. That's true. Mm. Did you guys hear that Ewan was on last week? Ewan McGregor came back on last week. Such a such a catch. It's, it's, so, is, it's so good that he takes the time to come to. I mean, I mean we're not a small. I mean, we're probably up there in the top three or four yeah. broadcast <laughs> outlets for for this sort of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, he seems to think we are anyway. Yeah. I think that's the important thing. So. But yeah, so we got some stuff from that as well. Cassian starts filming and they've um, announced... Oh, they've announced that Obi-Wan's going to be set in between the start and end of Solo by the looks of things. Wait, what? So it's going to be... When Solo, when Solo is set, that's when the Obi-Wan film's going to be set as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. slap bang in the middle of it, basically. Because that's not a time period I thought Disney were particularly pleased with. No, but I, I think I think they're, they're backtracking with the Obi-Wan film, which was definitely going... Obi-Wan TV series which was definitely going to be a film at some point. Um, and it was definitely going to be the ending of this trilogy of uh, Solo, Boba Fett. It was going to be the um, story. Hang on, yeah. yeah. You can spend less on a TV series and cancel it if it goes yeah. wrong, whereas you have to go all in with a film. Yeah. Ah, clever, clever, clever. Which is why we're and, about to talk And they about... want as much stuff as yeah. possible to fill up Disney+. Plus. Which but, is why we're but about I'm to... still getting my rider, right? Oh, oh, well, Tom, that's a really good Ewan McGregor. Yeah, exactly. That's, why that's something, I, like that's him, something yeah. I imagine he would say. Yeah. Yeah. Is that money? What's going oh on? Oh my god! It's like he's in the room <laughs> yeah, exactly. again. Yeah, speeder bikes. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Oh, that shot of the speeder bike in the in the trailer is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah it was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think that. I'm, I'm that was pretty cool. Yeah, there were little moments I enjoyed. Yeah, but yeah. I'm still underwhelmed. Yeah, I think we're going to get more t- more Star Wars TV series because they've not announced. It's, it's anything. got Carl Weathers and Werner Herzog. In the it. Werner Herzog thing was the last thing I was going to mention. Yeah, and he's the only person that gets some like proper screen time in this trailer as mm. well. But I'm. I, I don't know. I, I, I think John Favreau knows what he's doing. John Favreau. 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 John Favreau. Favreau. John Favreau knows. Favreau knows what he's doing. Should we move on to the Marvel side of D23? Because they barely announced any Disney stuff, so let's let's just move on to... This is, it's basically going to replace Comic-Con soon, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe Comic-Con can actually go back to being about comics. Well, I think what will happen is Comic-Con, that Disney just won't announce anything at Comic-Con anymore and they'll just save it for D23. That, I mean, they, they definitely will do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, externals cast revealed. So we got uh, some extra Jon Snow in there now, which was the only thing I think we were. I'm starting to get so confused about all these series. So the Eternals is going to be set prior to everything else, apparently, and it's going to involve Celestials, which could, un- could apparently see the birth of Nowhere, which is in the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Hmm. Because that's a celestial's head. It's celestial, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah, so we could get that. So it's going to be set like the Eternals are like godlike beings. Yeah. So so ironically, the death of an Eternal, yeah, is what being, brings around the birth of nowhere. Yeah. 
So it must have died a long time ago because it's because yeah. it's been colonized after his death, after its death. Oh yeah, yeah. So it must be must be centuries later. Yeah. And then well, they're, like, they're, 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 like, they're like the first creatures in the universe. Yeah, yeah the celestials were. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. Why are they so big? Because what? they were first. What, what, what are you going to be doing and being so big there for? Yeah. What's up with that? Why are they so big? I don't want them. Yeah, I don't want them. I don't too, like them. It's too big. It's too busy for me. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're going to get that. So after the Eternals, we've got a poster for Black Widow where she looks quite cool. Mm-hmm. And we've got a picture of her white suit as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. But she's the Black Widow and she's wearing white. Who knows? Um, I'm we, confused already. We've got um, a first shot of David Harbour as the Red Guardian. Do you know who David Harbour is, Ross? Absolutely not. Really? No? I don't think so. Plays a sheriff in a very famous TV show that's done quite well. No? Stranger Things? No? No, you haven't watched any yet? No? I think I've heard of it. Yep, okay, good. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so the red is, it, is it the one where there's a pirate ship underground? That, that's the one. That's 100% the one, yeah. yeah. I've started referring to it that. as The Things. Things. So, like, my mate last night was like, "Oh, I just, I just want to go and watch the second series of Stranger Things." And I was like, "You should, you, you should really like it." And he's like, "But the missus is upstairs watching David Chappelle." And I was like, "Go up there, slam open the door, and say, I, you know, turn this rubbish off. I want to watch the things." <laughs> is that a bit more PG? Is, gonna be... <laughs> is that better? <laughs> That's good. All right, you got to keep this bit in with my indignation of being censored once again. Let <laughs> people. <laughs> Piece together, what cut out? See, this is this is this is a podcast, <laughs> well, I, and literally, I have I am I have to re-record and sound natural, telling the same story twice. So, Russ, you got to get you got to you got to you know sort it out and watch the things. I've got I've got the first yeah. series downloaded on my phone. Yeah, great, good. 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 Well Just done, carrying you. it around with you, carrying <laughs> it around so like anyway, an albatross. The Red Guardian is basically <laughs> Russia's answer to Captain America, and it's David Harbour playing. That's it. pretty mm-hmm. cool. <clears throat> uh, we also got uh, our first poster of Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. With Winter Soldier looking very dashing. Yeah, they're yeah, not I'm kissing, in. so I'm not interested. Oh my God, there should be, though. I'd watch the shit out of that. But I'm so in with that film. Yeah. So in. Same. And we're getting... Um... Isn't it a TV series, not yeah, a film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so in with that TV series. Oh, uh, actually, Tom. Actually. Actually, Tom. Okay, well, look, I'll re-record that again. Oh, wow, I'm so in on that TV series. <laughs> Well, actually, no. Anyway, yeah, absolutely seamless. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> to interrupt you, Tom. That's my favourite new one. Yeah, <laughs> I hate to interrupt you, but we will have to be cutting that bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emily Van Camp's back in it as well as Agent Thirteen, which I'm very excited. Cap's about. beard. Yeah, Cap's beard. What? I, I can't claim credit for that. They, they call, <laughs> her, they call her that on the Empire podcast. Oh, do they? Um, they, they apparently answered the question as to whether uh, Peggy knows that he uh, kissed uh, his niece. I think like, in that yeah. timeline, when she is born yeah. and somebody hands her to him... Oh, hang on, we've got to be like, careful. That is no, going to be... No spoilers yet, but yeah. That is going to be a weird moment for him. Yeah. Mind you, Sharon Carter is very attractive. Oh, so that's she fine then. Is. Yeah, there we go. Problem solved. I'll probably cut that as well. A lot of cutting this week. Um, so it's just crazy. I'm sure it's so, it, such double going, standards here. Not... <laughs> I'm literally Charlie, aren't I? I'm the wild card. No one needs the wild card. <laughs> Emma says she wouldn't do uh, uh, Van Camp, but I'll tell you what, Duncan, I, I say yes. I was about I, to say you be, you be your Van own Camp. man. You, you can you can fantasize about whatever you want to fantasize about. Yeah, 
Yeah, I will. Yeah, good. And in some parts of the world, you're allowed to say what you want to say. <sighs> yeah, as long as... See, some of us can keep it somehow... Careful, Duncan. Respectable. Yeah. I'll re- and there's the Remember is the Gridiron Gentleman pod tomorrow, yeah? I don't always swear. <laughs> We're not allowed I, to swear on that. I swear it sometimes initially, <laughs> mainly because we've just done this pod the day before. <laughs> And it is a quite hard to adjust. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just, I don't know which way is up. <laughs> Tom is still stuck in 1953, as we learned from two weeks ago, where that is where Tom belongs. Yeah, with his uh, novelization of uh, Basic Instinct. <laughs> which is very respectful to all characters. <laughs> They're all equally moronic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about the next pod. Um, right, so... Uh, we got some new TV show announcements as well. What? What? We got She-Hulk TV announcement, which, nice. is, which is cool. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yep. Yep. We've got Moon Knight. It's about time there was a She-Hulk yep. TV series. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we've got a Ms. Marvel one as well. Uh, again, it's about time. I was about to say, if you're going to be right on, be right on about that one. That's, that's, yeah. That's going to be it's the about one. fucking I'm very time. excited about that. Yeah, me too. So I think hopefully going to be based on the comics, because the comics did very, very well. Um, interesting to see if they do it like a teen drama which is basically can you just take a swig of your drink please you keep picking it up and putting it down (laughs) and you don't do anything with it just just (laughs) Just putting it down right we're going to take a moment have a drink you of all people need a drink tonight there we go look at that down in what well done (laughs) it's coke yeah right (laughs) cocaine Okay, so we've got, yeah. That bit's staying in, right? Sure, it'll yeah, stay in. good. <laughs> going to get my fucking agent on Just you. Just calm down, Roy Chubby Browder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I don't mean that. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, um, scratching just my box. <laughs> <laughs> we got a WandaVision poster, which is like very 50s. Oh, my favourite decade. <laughs> <laughs> when men were For all sorts of things, yeah. <laughs> um... And the Marvel What If series, it will be one episode per film. So they're going to do an episode based on every single film they've done. Okay. Which is quite cool. Good. Including Peggy Carter as Captain America for the next episode. Which we knew about already, but yeah. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. Okay. And then in terms of other news, (laughs) we haven't done done Mouse. Oh. Mouse. Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Mouse. Hang on. Are we doing Mouse. No, 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 Sure is, Tom. Yeah, sure, sure, is. sure is. Right on. Yeah. Who who the hell is King Shark? He's uh, if he's not a shark with a crown, <laughs> I'm leaving. Not interested. Pretty much. Amazing. Basically, you know, you know, in Shrek Two, Frog King Dad, it's basically like that. Just a shark. He's, he's a giant half man, half shark. Voiced by John Cleese. Which, which half switch? He's got the tail, but he's got a human. But no, he's got the he's got the the shark torso upwards. Although sharks don't really have whatever. Um, and uh, human legs. So basically, Maui from Moana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shark yeah, head. Yes. 
Chomp, chomp, chomp. That's a, that's a really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody's yeah. ever done a mermaid where it's split like down the middle vertically. <laughs> no. So you've got left half human, right half fish. What's the thing where they said, <laughs> if I slept with a mermaid, I'd rather have... Is it The Office? <laughs> it's Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Maybe this would have used Human it. legs and uh, a fish. In Better Than Life, Red Dwarf has... Uh, Cat has a mermaid girlfriend who's top half fish, bottom half human. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, dear. Cody um, <coughs> Walker is on the set of Fast and Furious 9 and Vin Diesel's hinted that magic happens when Cody Walker's there in case you're wondering he is um, the other what's his face Walker who died Paul Walker <laughs> Paul Walker's brother Vin Diesel takes this stuff very seriously oh, he's a bit tedious isn't he I think yeah considering how much fun Hobbs and Shaw is where they're not taking it seriously at all <laughs> Fast and Furious is heading to the moon. <clears throat> yeah, the, the producer's like, why not? Let's go. Yeah. I mean, there is literally no. I mean, like, they went from being street rat racers to a special forces unit with no explanation. <laughs> so it's just as likely that they become astronauts. Next bit of news. Yeah. News. Uh, God of War creator uh, <laughs> asks, what the hell is happening on Death Stranding? <laughs> No one knows. This is from Apparently, there's dynamic urination. Yeah, there is. Yes, uh, where you create mushrooms by peeing on the ground. Basically, that's how mushrooms work. Yep. Yeah. Uh, David Jashen, Jaffe, the legendary. This is from comicbook.com. Legendary creator of God of War and Twisted Metal wants to know what the heck Sony's thinking with its marketing of Death Stranding, which is something I may think gamers have wondered. For those that haven't been paying attention, to Death Stranding is build up to release. Let's just say it's an anomalous marketing campaign, and maybe that matches the offbeat nature of the game. But from the outside looking in, it's a bit odd from the Sony marketing team. As you will know, the marketing around Kojima games has always been cryptic, but Death Stranding at times has taken it to new levels. And that's Jaffe wants to know what the hell is happening. He's got a whole video on it. It's worth watching. Um, and he goes, Jaffe notes that nothing is left to chance. In other words, plans are laid out very meticulously. This shits his mats out in spreadsheets. Um, and he just wants to know what is going on in Death Stranding. It doesn't feel to me like it's an integrated marketing strategy at all. It's like, it's just, it's almost like, oh, E3's coming up, better show something. Oh, yeah. Walk in, walk in, walk in, walk in, baby. Fuck me, yeah. the Gamescom one uh, trade was so boring. Stand up, piss, walk. So boring. It was just. Have they, have they just left it up to Jeff Kojima to well. come up with his own marketing strategy? I think, that, I, think, I think the problem that I'm finding with all this is they're letting Kojima have. All the power yeah. in everything, all I aspects. Think, ev of this. Everything I find annoying about this is nothing to do with the actual game. The game might be great, but at the moment we've got no way of knowing. No, but everything around it and the people who are just like, "Oh my god, this is this is like redefining the art form." Yeah. You just don't understand it. Very annoying. Yeah, Dan actually made a really good point on the last pod. Uh, you, but yeah, you did, did actually. Yeah. Right on. It's about time, isn't <laughs> it? Um, and uh, you said, I think you. I think your words were, I think Kojima worked better with a bit of structure. Yeah. And you think, and I think you've said something on the lines that Konami offered him that structure, but now he doesn't have that structure. Yeah. yeah. He's basically turning in homework. It's like, yeah. I did a drawing! Yeah. <laughs> Creativity is often best when it's working within constraints because that's what yes. forces you to Fun really sort right if, if people can just do literally whatever they want, that tends not to be their best work. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was going to come up with some examples, and then I couldn't think of any. Yeah, like Coca-Cola mm. and Father Christmas in the adverts. They must have had the constraint that like, it has to be Coca-Cola in there. That has to be the product we're advertising. That's the constraint. He doesn't say... And it must have... 
Are we just moving on, are we? No, sorry. I'll just I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Coke and Santa Claus. Tango ads. Tango ads. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I look at this and think this game could be game of the year, but it's going to need word of mouth to save it because it's fucking weird. Why? How can you, <laughs> how can you make a comment like that and base it on anything? Because so I don't know what this game is about because I've seen him walk, I've seen him put a ladder up, I've seen him talk to Jeff Keighley and Jeff Keighley basically tug himself off in front of him, and I've seen him <laughs> land on a baby after falling off a cliff. I've also seen and him avoiding well. shadowy, horrendous figures yeah. screaming in the air. Yeah. I half think this is set up as like a test for all those like hardcore Jim- Kojima fans that just go, oh no, it's work of genius, you just don't understand it. Whereas I think he might have put his feet up and go, mm. let's just release any old bollocks, it'll be funny, won't it? <laughs> I'm going to be in it. Hmm? You know, he's like, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to be in it gonna at be some it. point. Well, all his mates are in it as well. The other thing is it seems like he's got all his mates in one room and then just gone, do you want to be in a video game? I'll put you in a video game. Yeah, fuck it. Do you want to be in a video game with Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, yeah fuck Sounds it. Good, yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm I, I got told off. I've been told off recently for being too cynical about this game. So, but at the same time, show me something. Just show you, me. You've anything. got no reason to be anything other than cynical at the moment. You're being a realist, Dan. Oh, a realist. So. It's about time. But I, I, you know, reserve the right. The, the game might be incredible. Yeah. Just everything around it so far has been tedious and pretentious. Yep. Totally. Uh, Bill and Ted Three is wrapped. So that's a film that's definitely been filmed. Oh, more mm. Keanu Reeves. I'm happy. Yep. I'm predicting he's in it for about four seconds. You reckon? Yeah. Why? You know, he's all in on this. He grew his hair for this film. So cool. Yeah. Does <laughs> he still have a silver what? hand? I'd love it if what? it ended up with like him going to the future and then like getting cybernetic enhancements and becoming Johnny Silverhand. That's the way to go. I mean, you can be cool, but you will never be Johnny Silverhand, Johnny Silverhand cool. Uh, Doom Eternal has an 18 to 22 hour campaign. Wow, that's long for a Doom campaign. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's long for a Doom campaign. That's good, though. More Doom. Yep. A lot more Doom. My, my favourite... Uh, it's not Doom Eternal, it's for the first one. Um, my favourite YouTube video is the guy who does it just with the fists. And it's it's brilliant. He just runs around and it's, it's very entertaining to watch. Just get up close and ripping things apart. That's your favourite fisting video on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> there are much better ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you can't get it on specialist channels. <laughs> can get it on YouTube. You can. Is it fisting mm. on YouTube? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I'm not looking in the right places. So You're not nodding knowledgeably. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Um, last thing. Anyone see the El Camino trailer? No. No. <laughs> uh, it's not really a trailer, is it? It's a guy talking in a room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Excited? I'm not I'm, basically a beer advert. I was that guy that wasn't. I didn't think Breaking Bad was all that. <laughs> and it's it's a film about one of the more annoying elements of Breaking Bad. Yeah. What do you not? Were you not a Jesse fan? I I, I didn't hate him like some people. Oh did. my god, I did. But he could be too much sometimes. Yeah. Is it, what I what I think though is Aaron Aaron Paul is his name, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. He's excellent in other things like BoJack Horseman. He's amazing in other things. Yeah. Need for Speed movie. Work of genius. But um, oh, that was a lie. But, but every, <laughs> there's other things I've seen him in that he's really, really good and genuinely really, really funny as well. He was good in Breaking Bad. Yeah. His character matured. I just, every time he got the shit being out of him, I was happy. I was just like, I just I, wanted his character to get the shit. But that is him. kind of the point. They are meant to both be incredibly fallible, yeah, I mean, he, awful yeah. examples. His character humans. is a prick. Yeah. It's, it's not him, it's the character. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll say the character like was just a bit too much yeah. sometimes, but you know, 
I'm going to tell you something. Better Call Saul was an incredible spin-off. There's, You've never watched no Breaking Bad. This could be anything different. I haven't finished. No, I've watched some of Breaking Bad. Mm. I haven't actually watched the entire thing. Oh, come on. How can you not watch it? I mean, surely you, you'd watch it and go, Emma, you know what we're going to do now? <laughs> She's watched it all, I think, but yeah, I haven't. It's amazing. You've, I was on you've, even, you've even got a van to do it in. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I mean, we've got the box set and I started watching it, but... So it's basically uh, going to be like Breaking Bad, but instead of the sort of twangy kind of Mexican, it's just going to be bagpipes. Yeah. And then, you know, cooking meth in the back of your... <laughs> either, that, either that or just like the little masks all in your pants, Duncan, and just like, with, but with seaweed. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no pants, just seaweed. <laughs> just seaweed yeah. covering... I make all my own underwear. <laughs> No pants, just seaweed was your first marketing campaign, wasn't it, Duncan? <laughs> yeah. And if you just wrap this in seaweed. Things that wouldn't surprise me if that was true. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to go back. I haven't, I haven't arranged it, but I, I, I am saying this on the podcast, so we actually end up going back and doing it. There's a load of searching questions that we never got, we never asked. So that's plenty of time. It's plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, why are we wrapping news? Is that, well, that I don't know. Talking? I haven't got any more news. But well, we, um, we need to crack on because we need to record our epic readings well, exactly, of, our, yeah. of our badly remembered novelizations. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have some news there? Spoken Duncan? word caller. No, I, th- I was just going. Aren't we going to do some of those searching questions? I think we should. Yeah, we'll do. Maybe, maybe next week we'll do a searching questions right to reply. Yeah, episode. we meant to do it last week. We didn't do it, and we meant to do it this week. But I haven't. I need to look them up again. So. Yeah, I'll find it no, Nobody cares about our excuses. We'll do it next week. Tom! <laughs> You've had too many wine gums. <laughs> um, Come on, yeah. Russ, usually you laugh and encourage my tomfoolery, but today you seem exhausted by it. I'm, I'm just exhausted by everything. Today. Tom, tomfoolery <laughs> yeah. is going to be a spin-off podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I'm thinking I'm going to do a, a spin-off about scale modelling. Yeah? Because I believe I can make that fun. And funny. I believe that you believe that. Yes. Nice. That's my fucking catchphrase, you motherfucker. <laughs> I will pull that beard off your face. I'm only annoyed because I, I missed the opportunity to say that tomfoolery is what you call it when you head off to the office cubicle. Nice. <laughs> just offer a bit of uh, tomfoolery. One of your three wanks a day. I'm basically just being stereotyped as a wanking scale modeler. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But while we're on no, the subject of, of other podcast mm. as part of the too much time lands empire yeah. we've got theatrical cut already we have they're back they've got a new podcast out this week that's great all on crocodiles and alligators in movies nice which is very cool comfort yep uh we have i've just recorded a mindhunter season two spoiler cast with sonia from theatrical cut. excellent mm-hmm. i've got a d20 board game cafe uh, interview with the guys from there about the best board games that were well, their favorite board games to play nice um and I've just recorded, and I might keep this in depending on how it sounds, um, recorded a Starfinder podcast, which is basically Dungeons and Dragons in space. Cool. Uh, with a few people I play Starfinder with. Very nice. And we're going to see if it works, and we're going to see if we keep it up. So there's loads nice. of too much time on hand stuff coming on, so a scale modelling podcast would fit in quite nicely with that. Ooh. Just, you know, don't masturbate while you're doing it, yeah? I can't promise and don't, anything. Don't, <laughs> don't talk about the coating on German tanks for oh, 45 no. solid minutes. No. Oh no, I've glued myself to myself again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe League! <laughs> get the solvents! <laughs> I get myself unstuck. Uh, okay. Well, with that, 
Okay, excellent. A little bit of life admin at the end of that. Thanks very much for listening to the uh, Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. As ever, we've had Duncan, our sausage contingent in the Kinky Kitchen. Goodbye, Duncan. Bonsoir. We're going to say goodbye to the classic threesome. Goodbye, Russ. Doesn't, doesn't that mean good party? No, it means uh, good night. Uh, or have a good evening. Bonsoir. 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 Good evening, no, isn't it? trust me. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I will, I'll take your word for it. Cool. Bye, Russ. Word. Laters. Laters. I'm going to stick to English. <laughs> yeah, and plugs. Um, Dan can goodbye. <laughs> Dan! <laughs> can, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, not, not goodbye, Tom. And, sure. and it's going to be a goodbye from me. Don't forget that our Instagram and Facebook tags and Twitter tag is at TMTOH and the theatrical cut tags are... Theatrical cut pod on the Instagrams. Thank you very much. And on that note, let's cue the music. Everybody's free. <laughs> <laughs>